Ah, welcome, good day, good morning, and hope everyone who's listening has had a great week. Uh, welcome to a new entry to the Morning Star Journal. This is Tariq speaking, and like I said earlier, I hope everyone who's listening has had a great week. I want to thank everyone who's uh, taken time out of their days. I know it's been quite a ride in the last um, week now. We've got a lot of things going on as far as in the world today. And again, just want to say thank you for taking the time and hope you can at least um, take some time today to just relax and, you know, enjoy the day. Um, It's actually not too bad outside, or at least it looks like it from the window. I know going outside might be a little bit cool, but at least like it looks like it's going to be a pretty good day. So today, um, after listening to a little bit of me attempting to play Stand By Me on the bass, which I'm actually going to start trying to do that a little bit more often. So do expect uh, me to play a little bit right before uh, the show starts. Maybe I'll start playing a little bit, uh, maybe something a little bit longer. So if anyone um, has, uh, that's what I was going to say, if anyone has a suggestion of things that, um, you know, you want me to try to play, by all means, um, definitely you can leave me a comment um, on the uh, podcast here. Or you can reach me at uh, email at the mor- the Morning Star Journal. That's just T H E Morning Star Journal at gmail.com. You can also reach me on. Uh, they have a Facebook page as well as Twitter, and I do post a few things on Instagram. And speaking of which, if you did check out my Instagram page. Today, I am going to go back into video games. I know it's been a while since the last one we talked about was Ratchet and Clank. And today, I just wanted to go over a game that I've been playing for the last couple of weeks, uh, sorry, months actually. Uh, feels like weeks because I don't play too often, but a game I've been playing the last couple of months and that is called Warframe. Uh, brought to us by Digital Extremes. Now, let me put a little disclaimer out here now. So if you're going to be listening, just be aware of this. And you can just be like, oh no, I thought, I thought this might be something about different. Now, I've only been playing for a couple of months now. And I'm okay. I'm casual at best. Um... So I'm not going to go into which frames are the best. I'm not going to go into as far as weapons or abilities. I do not know a lot about that stuff. And trust me, when I started playing and I started looking it up, there are plenty of sites out there that will give you breakdowns, what's best, what to get, what not to get. Um, This game actually came out, and I found this out. This game actually came out back in March of 2013. So it is almost like it's us almost coming up to the six year anniversary. So I'd imagine they might do something for that. But um, anyway, it's been out way longer than I've been aware it's been out. I've kind of knew about it, I think, or at least I heard about it, but I really never gave it the full chance that it deserved and only started playing it recently. And I'll get into why, but just let you know, this is coming from a purely casual person just having fun playing it 
Also, I will say I do play it on a PlayStation 4. Sorry for people who love the PC, but, um, and actually I'm going to go into that a little bit, because I'm going to go into, like, a little bit my history as far as playing on the computer slash, you know, playing on the PlayStation, so I'm going to kind of go over a little bit of that, and also go over what I think of the game, and just things that I've, you know, noticed about the game that have been really cool. So, just putting it out there, I'm not an expert, just one casual guy, just thinking of what he thinks of this game and also you know i think a lot of people should try it out it's actually a lot of fun but um let's actually talk i'd like to talk a little bit about i didn't have a chance to talk about games too much i've been kind of focused on movies and books and actually in the next couple of podcasts i'm practically going to go back over to movies because there's a few series i want to get back into and just really dive deep into them so i'm going to be talking about those uh pretty soon i'm gonna just unmute this real quick uh basically i'm just gonna have uh warframe a little bit in the background because i'm gonna i am gonna at least talk about like what i'm currently using just so you if people care or want to know so but um, but I am. But I was just saying earlier is that I'm going. I'm kind of going back into a few movies. There's some that I really want to talk about because there's some that uh, kind of like when I talked about uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and um, the Codex Hilaria books. There's other books, movies like this series that I want to get out there and kind of really talk about because I'm excited about talking about those. Um, and uh, just as much as I'm excited about this one, but this just gives me a kind of game that's kind of current, but still a little bit older that we can, you know, kind of go over and discuss. But, um, so a little brief history. Now, I really can't say that I'm a gamer per se, and I put that in quotes because I think it's kind of hard to say because you just tell somebody that you play a video, you have a PlayStation or you have an Xbox and they'll say, oh, you're a gamer. It's like, no, because for instance, if I, if you said you play basketball, I'm not going to say you're a baller or you're a, you know, you're a ball player. And they're like, no, you just play basketball. Well, now maybe you are a basketball player. Hey, who knows? But just because you play you know, recreationally, play with a few friends, play, you know, just to let some steam doesn't mean you're a ball player. So, you know, in games, I think, you know, fall in the same line. You know, maybe you do play, you know, a game here and there on whatever system of choice. But, you know, you don't have to necessarily be a gamer and follow that tag. But, eh, who knows? But um, but I have actually played a lot of games during my life, of course. Um, it's funny, like recently I actually tried playing, I went over to a friend's place and we tried playing the uh, SNES Mini. Now I had an old NES back in the day, and or SNES, actually both, but um, we were playing the SNES Mini, the Super Nintendo, and we were playing games that I'm familiar with, you know, Super Mario World, Contra 3, F-Zero, uh, Mario Kart, these are games that I have played, and not saying I've mastered, but I did pretty well. Heck, even in Contra, I actually was able to, um, at one point, beat it on hard. And I used to kind of roll through the normal um, on an afternoon just because I was bored. And yet, when I played this game, oh my lord. It, whew, 
I am totally out of practice. I don't know if anyone else like had the NES and gone back to it, but man, maybe some of these new games are just that easy now, and it just uh, it's more relaxed. But man, I was messing up too much. And Mario, oh, I almost embarrassed myself trying to play Mario Brothers, and I was like, wow, Super Mario World. I used to complete this thing, even beat it, and play the, uh, if anyone remembers this, the whole, uh, um, I can't remember what it's called, but like the alternate version, where the uh, faces change and the colors change, and it became a little bit harder and stuff, I even played on that, I've looked up things to unlock all the different levels, and I played, I was getting on this game, and it was just schooling me hard, so... Man, some of these old games, maybe I need to go back to them and practice. But kind of going into the modern games, kind of going with this digital extremes now. Um, as far as modern games, you know, I always was searching for um, kind of a new game that I can really play. Because as I grew older and just doing a lot of things, and I don't want to say the cliche of, oh, I got a life and that's why I don't play games. No, it's just a lot of things just distracted me. Yes, it was things in life, but I mean, it's just, just things in general and, you know, not knocking it because sometimes I went back to games. But I can never really find one that really caught my interest too much. Now, one of the big ones I started playing um, way back was World of Warcraft. And a lot of people know that that game can really suck you in. But that one was more or less for um, the people I played with. And, and I'll be honest, um, I really never felt too comfortable playing on a computer in general. For whatever reason, I don't know, maybe it's just because when I grew up, I didn't get a chance to, I really didn't have a computer for most of my life until a little bit later in high school. Um, you know, just having a computer at home was just a really far-fetched idea that we were so expensive back then, you know. So playing games on it wasn't really second nature other than, you know, basic things like Minesweeper and um, Solitaire. So playing really extensive games, you know, did, you know, there was a couple games that the, uh, you know, at school that they allowed on the school computers, you know, basic things like Carmen San Diego and a couple things like that. But, you know, really didn't really get into major games even when I started growing up. I mean, I played a few things like Quake because um, there was a X-Men game that converted. And it's kind of cool. There's a, there, was, um, there was an X-Men uh, shooting game, basically, where the game concept is you were fighting clones of the X-Men. So what the game did is if you had the original Quake game, it would convert it. So that now all the bad guys were different X-Men and they all had their powers and stuff. And it was a pretty cool game if you ever um, get a chance. I mean, by today's standards, it looks horrible. But the concept was pretty cool because like uh, people like, for instance, if you put it on like normal or hard, Wolverine would even after you kill him would actually come back and try to kill and come back later. So you'd have to almost like... There was like a flamethrower option. You'd have to burn him to a crisp. This was before they really, in the comics, they really just made his healing insane where he'd survive. But back in the day, it was kind of um, either understood or known that if you 
burnt Wolverine to the point where it was just his skeleton, he was pretty much done for. Or at least he wasn't coming back from that from a, a very, very long time and probably without a little bit of help. Um, so it was funny in that game, if unless you got him to that point or completely managed to blow him up like using some one of the ridiculous, you know, big, you know, heavy guns, he would literally come he would he would be knocked down and eventually he'd rise back up and i remember that and then also like um gene gray would toss you around all over the place if you weren't careful same thing with storms you'd use the winds to throw you around and then Iceman, for instance would actually turn into a puddle or shatter when you beat him it's kind of crazy but anyway um you know there were a couple of um you know games that came out such as um see well you know world of warcraft played a little bit but that was mainly with friends that i wanted to play that with um diablo 3 which i started playing because i got a kind of code for it um same thing with uh well not same thing but another game i played was uh star wars the old republic uh, which was kind of like this alternative to warcraft they almost it, it almost marketed to that crowd because it was like this, like, oh, do you like Warcraft? But do you not like, you know, these little, you know, nuanced things? Well, here's a game that does it better and it's Star Wars. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of this initial business was like the Warcraft group. Um, another one that I found that was fun was like Secret World. That was okay. Um, That's kind of like this. Um... Uh, kind of like modern day fantasy thing where you have like three different secret organizations and you're fighting different types of, you know, monsters and urban legends and stuff. Um, and then another one more recently that shut down, unfortunately, was Wildstar. And um, Wildstar was fun, but again, because it was on the PC, I just never got into it. And that was actually a track of a lot of games I've ever played. Anytime I played games on the PC, just for me personally, I just never really got into because it's just playing on the PC. And, um, you know, and, and I always thought about, you know, maybe if I got a controller, maybe that will make things differently. But I don't know. It's just like a mindset that for some reason, like, I can play games on, a, on the... Um, on a PlayStation, fine, and, you know, sometimes I get into them, I'll, you know, fight in and out of them, but, you know, on the PC, it was always like, you know, unless I was playing with somebody, I would die off quickly, because um, a lot of these games, uh, Skyforge was another one that, uh, when I found out I was on PC, you know, I played for a little bit, but never got into, um, Hearthstone, which is, is still a lot of fun, um, and Champions Online, which I actually played a little bit because a friend of mine got it. But it always came the same way. Whenever I found it on PC, I just never really got into. Now, going into Warframe, um, I kind of knew it as this kind of PC game. And I started seeing a lot of different um, YouTube channels that I have watched start playing and start talking about it. And um, the ones that moved to uh, Twitch... Uh, started streaming it and I thought okay this is kind of fun it reminds me of um, Destiny a little bit which I actually did play a little bit of it you know the but you know the first person shooter is something I don't care for but um, Warframe is actually third person so it reminded me a lot of Mass Effect but moved a lot fast it looked like it moved a lot faster than Mass Effect and 
and it looked pretty interesting. And when I started looking at it, I found that it was actually on PlayStation 4. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll look into it, see how much it is or whatever. Well, let's actually get into that because that is one of the crazy things about this game. So, like I said earlier, Warframe is developed and published by Digital Extremes. And... Um, Digital Extreme, they, they brought this game around 2013. Now, this is kind of, and I found this out by researching it, it's kind of a spirit, spiritual successor to another game that I had heard of, but never really played, called Dark Sector. Now, uh, Dark Sector, if I'm remembering correctly, and I'm looking it up just to kind of make sure, uh, Dark Sector originally came out in 2008. And it came out on the um, old, not the old systems, but I mean the previous generation systems. So it came out on computer, of course, but also came out on the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. And um, it's funny, when I started looking up, a lot of the, con like the original concept for Dark Sector was basically Warframe. And, and supposedly like a lot of the... Um, like Final Forms, the main character, whose actual name, and I kid you not, again, if you play Warframe, you'll get a kick out of this. The name of the main guy, if I can pull it up, and it's taken forever. Uh, the main protagonist, I'm badly singing this song, is named... Hayden Tenno. And Tenno's just out familiar because Tenno is what they call your, basically, your your frame, as they call it in Warframe, in the game. You're called Tenno. They call you Tenno. So maybe it maybe they'll release a update now saying this actually does take place in the same Dark Sector universe. Um, but anyway, you know, this came out in 2008. And, but a lot of the um, ideas and concepts, um, kind of a foundation. And then in 2013, they brought this out, um, which took a lot of those ideas. But one of the things that's cool about Warframe is that it is free to play. Now, um, a lot of people probably already know this, so it's nothing new to a lot of people. But for a few, for the very few people who don't understand, Free to play in this situation means it is completely free. I mean, you don't even have to pay for the game itself. If you have a PlayStation or a PlayStation Store, Xbox uh, Live, whatever, or just run regular PC. Uh, and actually now, uh, as of about a month ago, it actually released on the Nintendo Switch. So you can go to your main stores, find Warframe, download it, and you are ready to play right then and there. Well, after it downloads, of course. Of course. But um, it is completely free. And that's what blew me away and said, hey, you know what? Let me try this out because, you know, what worst case scenario, I just, you know, delete it. And I played the first, um, you know, kind of intro level, and I must say I had a lot of fun. On the PlayStation, the controls were really easy to me. I mean, it was uh, really simple. I've been, I still kind of get used to it as far as switching, because there's a slight switch uh, between um, using a melee weapon and using an actual um, 
a long range weapon or your pistols or whatever but you know there's a little bit of a switch that goes on there but other than that it was real easy to play um you know you got a handful of weapons there are you know everything is unlocked as you play it so and one of the cool things is every and i found this out a little bit later while you know kind of playing and reading into it every frame every weapon um it, you can farm it. You can um, get the resources. You can, you know, build the credits. Um, you know, get the items. You can build them yourself, or you can buy them. There's an in-game um, kind of a currency called platinum that you can get from the, you know, either war direct Warframe site or your, you know, system of choice stores. And you can get these Platinums and it'll give you access to either these different frames or weapons. But the cool thing about it is that you can't really overload on it because you do have to, every time you, you only have a certain amount of slots. Now, as you progress in the game, you get more slots open or you can, you know, use again, buy Platinum and that'll open slots. But even then... Any weapons or gear you get start at zero. So you have to play it. And I think that's brilliant. I mean, you you it's not that... I mean, it, you are still forced to play if you want to, you know, call it that. But, I mean, it's kind of cool that it doesn't give you, like, a major advantage. Yes, you get a little bit of advantage because, like, for instance, now they've got the uh, new frame called the Mesa Prime. Or, not new, it's been out for about a about uh, less than a month now but you know the mesa prime for instance is available you can purchase the frame um which i admit i actually did um because really in the long run i really like what this company does i like how they handled their game and their community this game has been around for six years and it's had major updates since then they've been they've done many changes they've released new frames new weapons new areas new stories there's even like the um arcwing which i finally finished the quest line for that which you pretty much turn into a um like space gundam in a sense or uh, i feel like um something out of robotech i'm flying through like asteroid belts shooting um bad guys out which is actually pretty cool um, there's actually a new game I was just watching called Anthem, which looks like it almost gives you a lot of the same things. So that's going to be one that maybe eventually, oh, way down the line, maybe I'll talk about. But um, but anyway, going back to Warframe is that they provide so many different um, options and gameplay styles. Um, you can use these. There's lots of different melee weapons. There's different guns. There's different abilities you can have. Um and then also what's kind of a cool thing is that even though there's like this kind of, there's an open world area, um, but it still kind of restricts uh, players. Like a lot of the missions only go up to four players. So you're not going to just randomly run into people or kind of like in Warcraft, sometimes you'll have like, you'll be out doing a quest, but then somebody else is doing the same quest and they can kind of interfere with your quest, which used to happen. I don't think it happens as much anymore, but it used to happen a lot back in the day. Um, 
But it's really cool, and the game is really awesome that way where, you know, you have the options to pay, but it's not really pay to win in a sense. Like I said, you get access to things, but you still have to build it up. Like, I got the Mesa Prime, but it started at zero. And the same thing with the weapons, which I'll definitely talk about because I really like all the weapons, but they started at zero. So, yeah, maybe they were a little bit better than the stock weapons, but I still have to play the game to get it up to a point where I'm actually, like, damaging a lot of enemies quickly and actually able to progress quickly. But I still find it, you know, I find that option, like, really awesome. I'm like, why aren't a lot of other people? I mean, can you imagine if, uh, let's say, oh, I don't know, let's to pick a company that's doing this really badly now, EA, and they made a game where, for instance, like Battlefront 2 was completely, well, let's say because of the, because of the amount of um, resources for something like Star Wars Battlefront, let's say you do have to at least pay for the game. So let's say you do have to at least pay $50 for the game, which, mind you, Warframe doesn't even cost you anything for the initial, where normally like a game like this, you'd have to at least, like I think um, Secret World is one of those things, where it was free, there was no monthly cost, like there is like World of Warcraft or um, anything like that, but like, um, but uh, Secret World, also Wildstar was like this, um, once you got a, once you paid, you know, for the initial game, it was free to play after that point. You didn't have a monthly subscription and Warframe is like that and you don't have to pay for the initial game. So bonus on both, but kind of getting back to what I was saying about EA, I mean, just imagine if EA did that where you pay $50, you get the game, you have no monthly costs and everything in the game can be unlocked and not hard, not, not, not like impossible to unlock, but can definitely be unlocked. And you can get, you know, a separate credit if you want to go, you know, if you want to pay real money for it. But the credit, you, but when you buy something, you know what you buy rather than the loot box, which will just give you something random. And that's another thing that's kind of cool. Um, now, it does do, in Warframe, it kind of does that with the mods, because um, the mods are kind of like card packs, in a sense. And, um, you know, throughout the game, when you're killing enemies, you'll get certain mods, and then uh, you can uh, make them. I'm still kind of getting used to trying to make new mods. Um, but then they do have, like, those little, they have, like, little packs where you get, like, a pack of five and one or two might be rare of them. So they do do that, but everything else, you know exactly what you get. If you want this Warframe, then you either um, pay a little bit of the regular in-game uh, credits to just know what the actual resources is, and you can go to the different planets and farm resources, or you can use the platinum and they'll say, hey, it'll cost this much platinum to get this Warframe. No roll of the dice, no, oh, you only, um, you can only use so many platinum in such a limited time. No, it's just, hey, if you have this and want this frame, you can get it. Or you can go to these places and get it. And I think that's a really cool um, way of doing things. Uh, now, the basic gist of Warframe... Eh, story is not like the 
grandest thing in the world. I mean, it's basic story. You're this, um, uh, basically, like I said, it's been a while since I really uh, kind of pay attention to the story. I think a lot of people pretty much will really get into it, but the main gist of it is that um, you're this... Um, Basically, this uh, fighter, this warrior, that's woken up after a really long time. Um, the entire solar system is kind of in peril. Different factions and groups that have um, taken possession and invading, and you're kind of there. You're you know going around to different planets trying to stop them. That's kind of the basic gist of it. And it's pretty cool because, like I said, there's a lot of little story elements. Um, there's at least two, maybe three open world areas where you can kind of farm just regular resources. And then every so often you'll get into an area and you'll get a pop-up that'll say, hey, if you go into this area, it'll start, um, you know, a quick mission. And I'll kind of be careful on some of those because I've gotten a couple of them and they became very overwhelming fast because it's open area, kind of a wild west when you do it. Um... But another uh, thing that I think is pretty cool about the game is there's actually exclusives depending on the system you get. And there's even some places where you can get free stuff. So if you have Amazon Prime, for instance, you have access to Twitch Prime. Amazon Prime, of course, is a either a monthly or a yearly subscription that you can get. And then Twitch Prime is just something free that you can get if you link your Twitch account to your Amazon Prime account. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because if you then link your Twitch account to the Warframe, uh, there's there, and I think it's still available, there's actually a healing Warframe called uh, Trinity Prime that's actually available and that's available for free. Not only that, but you actually get two Prime weapons, a, right, a sniper rifle and a pair of daggers that actually, um, when I found out about it, I actually just uh, linked the account and got those weapons and let me tell you, it made a lot of the early stuff a breeze. And I mean... The rifle was just amazing. The daggers were amazing and just made things go by so much quicker. Um, and that's just completely, if you already have Amazon Prime, that's completely free. So you don't even have to pay anything for that. Not only that, but um, if you have uh, PlayStation Plus, and I'm willing to bet that Xbox Live, whatever, has this. And I'm sure, like, through Steam or something like that, there's probably some other, um, you know, kind of promo. But they even have different weapons um, or, like, uh, accessory packs that are free if you have those subscriptions. So there's a lot of, like, booster stuff that you get even for free there that you can, that'll help you get started. Not only, and then on top of that, you could pay for different things. Now, like I said, I actually did pay for the Mesa Prime, which I did put on, you know, the picture on Instagram. And I really love this one because it's just a run and gun shooter that I really enjoy. And it's got some crazy weapons. The, um, it's got uh, dual pistols, which I always love. I mean, in games and, hey, if you watch action movies, you know the whole dual gun thing. 
it, I know in reality, it is probably just impractical. You can't aim very well. It's the most, like, over-the-top thing you can do. But I'll be damned if it looks cool when you're playing it on a video game. So there's a couple pistols that they have. It's pretty cool. But the major weapon that's on there that's really awesome is called the Redeemer Prime. And this one, the Redeemer Prime is basically... Uh, if you could think of the most perfect um, post-apocalyptic zombie weapon, this would probably be it. It's a, it's basically a, um, a almost like a, I think like a double-barreled shotgun, uh, like a sawed-off shotgun. So like a shorter than a you know longer shotgun, but it's a double-barreled shotgun with blades on either on either side of it. So. You can swing it like a kind of sword, and then to finish it off, you can then point the end, and you can use the shotgun. So that is just the most badass uh, zombie weapon you can think of, and it doesn't take ammo, at least for right now. So, hey, maybe they'll change that later, but it actually doesn't use ammo. Now, it's ridiculous it's over the top but it's definitely one of the coolest game uh the coolest weapons i've ever seen so at the very least hey you could farm the mesa prime i've actually uh there's things called relics that you can find all the blueprints for it and then i'm sure the the pieces are are definitely farmable because there's actually a couple frames that i'm trying to uh get together now and they're not too bad but um if you don't want to uh, go ahead and farm it, just want to kind of go in and just play it. Like I said, you get a pretty good list of like starter. Like I said, these are pretty good starter weapons to kind of get you going. Um, I really recommend the Mesa Prime. It is really cool. Um, like I said, it's like they the Digital Extremes did a phenomenal job with this game and I really enjoy it. It got it gives you a lot of different missions that are pretty fun. I've I will say that recently I've I've been struggling on a few basic ones and there's a few uh boss fight there's like two boss fights that I'm about to attempt that I tried one and it gave me a little bit of trouble. I may have to research and kind of redo some of my uh, mods. And that's another thing that's, it's kind of fun and frustrating at the same time is that you can modify all the weapons and your abilities to make them stronger or last longer. And, you know, hey, sometimes, hey, there's some people that can really get into that stuff. Me, I can get into it a little bit, but eh, sometimes I just need to know like, okay, what's the best ones I can get, please? But um, uh, but for the most part, all the missions are pretty good, except for one mission. I'm gonna say this out. Um, you know, some people may enjoy this mission. It's probably a lot easier than I give credit for. But I personally hate it to the nth degree, and it's interception. So let me give you a brief example of this. For people who play Warframe, you already know about this, so either you can agree with my pain or you can laugh at me and say, he can't, he really isn't uh, a casual, can't even do the interception one right. So the basic concept of interception is there's four different um, 
uh, pillars, basically towers. And when you go to them, it'll you know change from red to blue, and um, you're and then uh, you're back at the person who gives you missions anyway. Uh, Lotus, I think it is. Uh, she'll like say, okay, well I'm downloading the data. So the point of it is that she try to go to all four and turn them all blue and keep them blue while you get the information. Now while that's happening, of course, once the first one turns blue, you'll start getting enemies come in, and they'll come in randomly, and they'll come in at any of the four. Um, and then, of course, they'll, you know, reverse it and they'll turn it back red and um, stop you from getting the data. So you have to uh, move from each tower. And sometimes I can uh, get to, you know, at least three of them. I have yet to try to maintain all four. I'm sure this is probably a, a way easier uh, quest to do with people, but I'm having trouble just finding people. So right now I'm like doing a lot of these solo Um but there's, um, but you know, you're supposed to, I, I guess the, the concept is you're supposed to be able to go and you can move really fast in your front, even if, even if you don't design it for it, there's like mods you can get to make you go faster or, you know, kind of slip through, um, things a little bit easier. But even if you don't mod it that way, you can move pretty fast in the area. And, you know, the concept is to bounce between all four and any time it looks like it's getting overrun or the moment it says, hey, this is being overtaken, you need to go in and, you know, retake it. That's at least the concept. I just can't do it. I know I've, I've managed to finish one somehow. I still don't know how I did that one. But um, for the most part, I just hate those missions. And I try to avoid it the best I can, but unfortunately I'm getting to a point where there's at least, there's at least one that I have to do if I'm going to progress um, to get to a new area. I have to at least try to complete it, and I've been very hesitant. All the other missions, defense, mobile defense, even the Arcwing ones, I kind of enjoy those um, better than these so it's just one of those just have to try to get used to it um and hopefully i can uh beat it and or hopefully one day it'll just kind of click on me and know you know exactly what to do um let's see just looking over my notes and again um i always take notes as far as everything i want to talk about uh yeah i mean it's it really it the, the the thing I really like about the game myself is that I've seen um, a lot of different channels, a lot of different Twitch channels, they'll spend, you know, uh, hour, a couple hours going through different missions, farming things, um, game with other players, doing waves, and that's real cool. And if I ever found, like, a real good group that I can just kind of play with, I'd I'd probably do that sometime. Kind of would bring me back to the old uh, Warcraft days where we used to get together at a certain time and try to complete a few quests or dungeon runs and things like that. But um, one of the things, though, is that not only can you do that for hours, 
but also you can just spend a few minutes playing a game. Um, I sometimes will just like hop on real quick and I'll be like, um, uh, so I'll just play like a quick game here and there, just like, you know, a quick, uh, defense run or extermination run or something like that, or a spy run. And I can spend, um, you know, about 10, maybe 15 minutes doing a run, um, for these new mods and then I'm closing and I'm done. So the game is really good at just giving you that ability of either, you know, going in like real hard and playing, you know, for a couple hours or just, you know, take some time, play a quick game and get out. Uh, it really gives you that opportunity. And there are places where I can see where you can really just dive into it and just get real deep into it. I, I've seen that. I've seen there's different um, times where I can really see myself just like spending hours. But it's nice to have a game that gives you that option. Um, a lot of the modern games now is kind of like, you know, the real good action or story ones. Like, for instance, um, and I haven't, and I need to play it so I can actually, you know, say this for sure. But I can imagine things like God of War, for instance, really great game, or even Spider-Man be one of those really great games. But you're going to want to spend some time playing it. Like, you're going to want to you know, give it a good, I'm not saying like spend like days playing it or 10 hours playing it. I'm sure you, you probably could, but you'd want to at least have a good chunk amount of time, you know, a good couple of hours that you can really just focus on the game. And, you know, hey, sometimes you can focus, but sometimes they like me, you just, littlest thing will start distracting you and, you know, you just want something you can get in and out, play and, you know, move on with the rest of your day. So, it's really cool that it gives you that option, and I really enjoy it. So if uh, anything else that I've said, you know, in this long uh, uh, re retrospective review of it is that give it a shot because it costs you nothing to give it a shot. And like I said, at least on PlayStation, I found it real easy. You can play it on any other platform. Now, I will give you this kind of warning here. It does not um, have crossplay capability. And they've actually, um, and I've seen, they even have uh, the Warframe community or the uh, design group or community group have a Twitch channel that they put out like different um, news alerts and upcoming um, events. There's even a con, a TennoCon, kind of like Comic Con and things like that. There's actually a Warframe con um, where they actually will probably like give away like um, a few like prizes and you know in-game stuff. But um, but one of the things they have talked about is the fact that the game doesn't offer crossplay. So I can't play with other people who play on the PC, for instance, or if they play on Xbox. Um, and from what I understand, at least from them, it's something that takes a lot more effort that they just can't put in. And it kind of sucks, but at the same time, for as much as they give you, you know what, I'm okay with it. And yeah, I have to find other people on PlayStation to play with, but hey, as much as they give you for free, it's not bad. Um... But yeah, but I'm just saying that there's a lot you can play with this game. You don't have to buy in a lot of it. And like I said, you can even, even with some of the free options out there, you can get a good heads up. Even just going in, you know, 
fresh. So I say it's definitely worth a shot. If you ever have a chance, definitely download Warframe. It's really cool and really fun, and I highly recommend it. So we're gonna call the. I'm uh, gonna end this episode now. So not as long as previous ones, but still pretty lengthy. I definitely hope you enjoyed and hope you decide to um, get into this game um, again. Like I said, uh, I really find it a lot of fun, and um, and hey, it doesn't cost anything, so you might as well give it a shot. If you're not doing anything else, you're just kind of, you know, want to sit at home. Uh, if you've already enjoyed the sun as much as you, you know, can stomach and just want something to play, I say go ahead and go for it. But I want to thank everyone who's decided to listen. I hope that everyone has a phenomenal week, and I'll see you soon. Peace.